0: Ascension. It's a word we probably all understand it means to rise up or to rise to power like he ascended to the throne. But uh, it's a very important topic for the Christian life as well, the ascension. And I think it's fascinating. I'm not sure if I've ever preached on this topic specifically, but it's an incredibly important topic. The ascension of Jesus into heaven, seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. So Today, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be looking at this important topic, the ascension. I encourage you to watch all three sermons in this series. They kind of build on each other. It's an important topic, and we're going to see how important it is in the life of us as believers. And. I do think it's funny. We do have a holiday. Christmas focuses on Jesus' birth. We have Easter focuses on the resurrection. But we rarely talk about this topic, the ascension. So, our series has been influenced by a book called The Unseen Real by Stephen Siemens. I had Dr. Siemens, in fact, as a professor when I was in seminary. He taught spiritual formation. It is a fantastic class, and uh, Dr. Siemens is one of those guys that you can just sit and hang out and listen to for hours on the end. He's a great storyteller, a great man of faith. So that's kind of the basis for this series. And as we start this series as well, um, one of the important texts for the Ascension comes from uh, the book of Acts. And of course, the book of Acts tells the beginning of the church And here in Acts chapter 1, verses 6 through 11, we read these words, uh, and and I quote, So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, The Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be on my witnesses telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see them. As they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. Men of Galilee, they said, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. Later in the book of Acts we hear these words of the the martyr Stephen as he sees a vision of Jesus in heaven this is Acts 6 he says when they heard these things they uh, Acts 7 in fact when they heard these things they were cut to the heart and they gnashed at him with their teeth but he Stephen being full of the holy spirit gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said look I see the heavens open and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. So I ask the question what's the significance of Jesus being seated or standing at the right hand of God? Uh, why is this important? We know it's important because being at the right hand of someone means it's a person of authority, a person of power. Jesus alluded to this uh, when he gave the Great Commission in Matthew 28, when he told his disciples, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So when we, we think about this authority and when we receive this authority, Paul, Paul tells us this in Ephesians 1:20 20 through 23. He says, God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Again, that's Ephesians 1, 20 through 23. You might want to go back and read it. Great text. But what this means is that Christ is ruling and he is reigning right now, right now. Christ's kingdom is established. It's, it won't be established someday. It is already established. And this is a, in direct contrast to how many of us view the kingdom of God and how we live. So often, myself included, uh, we tend to live life as if someday Jesus will return and make things right, we, we follow the mantra, I don't want to be so heavenly minded that I'm no earthly good. But that's in direct contrast to our text, which uh, tells us that uh, this is so very different. We, again, let me read from Colossians 3, 1 through 3. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. I love the way the, the New Living Translation translates that one verse. It says this, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Set your sights on the realities of heaven. That's the way we should view our life and live our life. So what are the realities of heaven? One of those realities, as I've already said and alluded to, in our scriptures have said, is that Christ is reigning on the throne of God right now. He is reigning as king. Christ is already, it's not that he will, he is reigning right now. We're not waiting on his kingdom to be established. Jesus' kingdom is established right now. Uh, Siemens describes how the ascension should impact our reality. Let me quote from his book, Unseen Real. The ascension should bring Christ into the present. Too often we limit the reality of Christ to one of two places, the past or what Christ did accomplish or the future, what Christ will accomplish. Those aren't necessarily bad things to think about, but they are incomplete thinking. The ascension, the Apostle Paul urges to spend the majority of our focus on what Christ is accomplishing now. I like that. What is Jesus doing now? What is he accomplishing in your life right now? Don't just remember or think about what he's done in the past or think about what he's going to do in the future, but Jesus is working and reigning right now. And are you aware of that? Are you living into that? Uh, We need to be meditating on on that very principle and and thinking about how Jesus is moving in our life right now. Christ is sitting on the throne, which means he's ruling and reigning now. And from, from the throne of God, God is answering prayer Uh, that he taught his disciples to pray and that the church has been praying ever since. May your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. See, when we fail to uh, think about or consider the significance of the ascension and and limit Christ to what he's done in the past or what he's going to do in the future, it limits, it it, it simply, heaven simply becomes some place that we're going to go to in the future. And there's no power right now. But Christ isn't in heaven waiting on us to come to him. From his throne in heaven, Christ is calling us to participate in bringing heaven to earth. Heaven is not somewhere you escape to. Heaven is a kingdom that we help usher in. Let me say that again. Heaven is not someplace we escape to. Heaven is a kingdom in which we help usher in. Heaven is wherever the rule and reign of Christ is fulfilled. Uh, in biblical cosmology, how the cosmos is ordered and structured, N.T. Wright explains that heaven and earth are not different locations far apart from each other. They are different dimensions of God's creation. Heaven and earth can overlap and interlock with each other. They're not like oil and water that don't mix. In fact, because heaven relates to earth tangentially It touches and permeates earth. This is why Paul urged us as believers to seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. So different than how we typically live. We need to be focused on the kingdom and God and Jesus' rule in heaven so that it impacts the earth. Paul wanted believers to imagine what it would be like if Christ... Heavenly reign was established on earth and then calling us to help usher that in. What would be different in your life? What would be improved if we submitted now to Christ as our King rather than when we wait till we pass from this life to the next? Again, hear these words from Professor Siemens. He says this, and I quote, Paul urged them to focus on heavenly things so that they could, could truly and rightly Engage in earthly things. The apostle believed, and so have wise Christians ever since, that if you want to properly love this present world, you must think about the next. Your heaven will determine your earth. I like that phrase your heaven will determine your earth. Heaven is not somewhere we escape to, heaven is a kingdom that we are helping usher in now. The challenge, I think, for us as believers is to truly set our minds on those heavenly things uh on a, above to believe that Christ is ruling and reigning now to believe that Christ is working in us and through us right now to to establish heaven <laughs> on earth uh even sometimes when the evidence of that is difficult to see and i think part of our problem that in our western culture we rely so much on our five senses we don't think about the unseen uh, as Seaman's book is called The Real Unseen, it, we have to understand that the real is out there in, in God and his kingdom and his power and the heavenly forces that are there, but so often we don't see them, but it doesn't mean they're not real. It doesn't mean they're not there. We We must live our lives that proclaim the belief that Christ is king now, and therefore we submit our lives to his reign in the present. Heaven isn't somewhere we escape to. Heaven is a kingdom we usher in. But even before the church established the Apostles' Creed, the earliest creed was Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. In fact, that's a a great phrase just to to sit and ponder and meditate on. What does it mean that Jesus is Lord? It, It communicates that God had resurrected him, that he is over death that He is alive, that He is exalted, that He's at the right hand of the Father. He's ruling as King. When when the early church said, Jesus is Lord, they were communicating their belief that Jesus was fulfilling the prophecy found in Psalm 110, when it says, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. We're going to talk more about this important concept next week, but for today, as we kind of wrap up, I want to just ask some questions and some things you can ponder about, you know, by yourself, or this would be great questions for you in your small group or Sunday school class or family to sit and talk about. If Jesus is Lord, if Christ is ruling and reigning in victory right now, then how do you approach hardship? How does it change the way you approach hardship? How should you lead your family differently? Uh, what should your response to temptations be? How are you investing your life to help his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven right now? Just some things for you to think about and ponder as we we think about how important the ascension is in our understanding of who we are as Christians living today in the here and now. Let's go to God in prayer. Jesus, you are indeed king. And we pray that you would rule in our lives. This day and every day. When we wake up in the morning, may that be on our lips. When we go to sleep at night. And we lay our heads on the pillows, reflecting on the fact that you are king. That you are ruling and reigning in victory right now. That your kingdom should come to earth as it is in heaven. And that we should be a part of the church that is helping to usher in your kingdom in its fullness. Lord, reign in our hearts right now. Forgive us where we fail you. Lord, spur us on to victory. We love you, Lord, we pray in your holy name. Amen. God bless y'all. Y'all have a great week.